Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. baby's taking over everything. So what are we going to be doing tonight? We have a lot of baby stuff that we have to put away. We gotta, we gotta organize some of it somehow, some way. What does our apartment look like? Yeah, it looks like a uh, disaster. Got everything from baby baths to baby clothes to baby diapers, baby swings, just no baby. It was really nice of my boss to give us so many baby items. We got like a pack and play and things that I don't even understand and like nursing pads and there's just so much you need. And we have things also that we're probably not going to need for a couple of months with the baby too because I guess they just grow so fast. Gotta take it all. There are so many things we've bought or been given along the way. I have no idea where the heck we're going to put all of it. My mom, mother-in-law, and aunts are so excited about the baby on the way, they threw me a shower. We're just so glad that you came to our home today and to celebrate our special moment for Ashley and Curtis and this new little baby boy that's coming. We're first-time grandparents, and so is uh, Scarlett, and and, uh, we're just thrilled. All of us. Let's pray. Father, we pray for Ashley and for Curtis as they raise this little one. We know how difficult it can be to parent, but Father, we also know the joys far surpass any of the problems and any of the issues that we have in parenting. So, Father, I just ask your joy and your favor and your blessing on not only this little baby boy, but Ashley and Curtis, the grandparents. The extended family, aunts and uncles, and everybody who will love him. We pray for okay, I'm gonna just start from the top and go down. Uh, the package of diapers, Pampers, was $24.99. A jar of baby food, a dollar and two cents. Package of wet wipes, $4.99. What's it gonna be when they have kids? Pair of baby shoes. It was so fun to see everyone and they were all so generous. And now we have all of these things. Wonderful, cute, helpful things. But they're taking over our little apartment. 
I don't know how we're gonna fit all this stuff in here. How do you wanna do this? Uh, let's cry. <laughs> <laughs> that, won't, that won't reconvene. Uh, it's like right. a 10 minute crying break. <laughs> I'm gonna just get a bin and put some toys in it. Put it in the miscellaneous box. Like, this monkey rattle. Mr. Monkey Rattle. This episode is about stuff. The things I need or people tell me I need before the baby arrives. It's not all tiny clothes and diapers either. During my pregnancy, I was totally overwhelmed by the variety of strollers, swings, and high chairs. Why are people so passionate about travel system strollers over traditional strollers? These are hot button issues, apparently. People told me I needed PP protectors and snot suckers. Really weird, really gross. We're still doing our research, so maybe we do need things that we don't know. I know we need diapers and I know we need to uh, clean the baby. So uh, those are the essentials. Um, I know a lot of those outfits are gonna make mama happy when he's walking around with his mustache onesie, so. (laughs) Uh, You gotta have a mustache onesie. (laughs) It seems like there are thousands of items to comb through at Babies R Us, probably because there are. Creating a registry made me feel totally unprepared to be a mom. As you were setting up your registry or as people were giving you things for showers, was there like one thing that was completely useless, one thing that was completely helpful that you received? Both of my kids, I had different things that were the most helpful. And with my first one, it was definitely the baby carrier. I had a dog um, with the first one. And so when I was walking the dog several times a day, you can't push a stroller and walk a dog at the same time. It's just not possible. Um, And my sister was all about the wipe warmer. She was like, that is the number one thing you have to have. You know, I have two wipe warmers and I have never turned a single one of them on. I use them for the wipes because it just looks prettier than the, the... the Pampers box, but I've never plugged it in because I get nervous about fires. Is that weird? <laughs> no, that's definitely not weird. I mean, what is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to soothe the baby or is it supposed to be better for their skin? That seems it's, really strange. Yeah, it's supposed to make the wipe warm. You know, you'd rather be wiped with a warm wipe <laughs> than a cold thing on your hiney, I guess. You're going to give your baby like a pedicure or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I haven't thought of that. I might use it later after it, move it out of the, the nursery and warm up my, my own hand towels. I like it. I like, I like where that's going. How are you supposed to know what you need and what you don't? I just talked to other moms about it. There are some ways to save. Mary was telling me about online tools that can help. It's called Baby Bargains, and it's by people who say, like, here are, the, here are the things that you need and the things that you don't need for a baby, based on the advice of lots of lots of other parents. So, like, you probably don't need a wipes warmer, but, you know, and if you want to just have one stroller, try this, and they, they, they'll make really good recommendations, so I loved that. Before I was pregnant, I realized babies needed things, obviously. I understood I needed bottles and a host of other things, but what I didn't realize is how much I'd need for my changing body. Maternity clothes, bras, underwear, a breast pump. Things get expensive fast. We started um, undergoing like a home renovation. We redid our kitchen. We had to kind of build the nursery, which both of those things just finished in the last few weeks. So I've had this like urge to set up for baby and couldn't really do anything. So that channeled itself into 
buying maternity clothes. <laughs> Where do you buy maternity so, clothes? That's been madness for me. I've been I don't going to a consignment store. It's my jam. Ooh. This dress, eight dollars. I love it. I have like three eight dollar dresses, and I'm just gonna sell them all right back and just keep the ones that I super love. I need, uh, yeah, I've, I've really struggled finding stuff for work. I don't fit into any of my clothes anymore. And I can't, I haven't worn pants in weeks. Because right. I have no pants that I fit into. Besides the weird maternity ones with the weird spandex. Have and you I tried, don't understand those. Div, are you like, did you try the point where you can like, not button your jeans, but put a rubber band on them to hold them together. I haven't done that. So th- I did that for like a week or two. Zara and I have both talked about like the belly band Belly band. Des is all about this. <laughs> Um, I think I got them off of Amazon. I got a white one and a black one, but you I can do get have like a one. tan one. You have one. Holly actually, get Holly, my boss one. gave me one. Yes. Yeah. Have you tried it? I have, and it sort of works, okay. but I also have really skinny jeans that mm. are just not cooperating with my legs right now. Yeah. Um, I get um, Stitch Fix. I'm sure you know about them, the, yeah. sh- the shopping site, yeah. and they do maternity clothes, and I've gotten some really, really nice stuff from them, like this one pair of jeans in particular just feels super good to wear. They're, they're skinny jeans and they have the weird belly band, but it's, it's not like constricting or anything like that. They feel really good. So I'm a fan there. Okay. Let's talk about spandex. There's a lot of spandex. During pregnancy, I've mourned not being able to wear real jeans because maternity jeans have spandex attached, making you look like you're wearing granny panties underneath your jeans. It's really sexy. You basically can't tuck your shirt in, though, with no maternity clothes, Good luck right? With that. You're done yeah. tucking your shirt in for a little while. <laughs> Is that your not... thing? Why do you want to tuck your shirt in? <laughs> I I don't know. I just I guess I always have, and I feel I feel like sloppy or something if I don't have my shirt tucked. Maybe it was something my mom told me, like going to work. I had to tuck my shirt in, and now I just you do rock a lot of the like pencil skirt button down kind of thing. Yeah, the pencil skirts, unless they're maternity, you can't do them because. Even if you were to, like, hold them closed with the belly band, they don't, like, fit on you right. There was one weekend where I tried mine all on, and I was like, I'm going to put these in the part of the closet that I'm not touching till 2017. <laughs> I mean, between the hips and the butt, I mean, it just, in addition to your belly, it just is not going to work. But there's so many cute options for a really, like, business casual look, and a lot of your, you know retail stores that you probably already shop at have maternity lines. I don't know if you've checked. That's true. Um, Old Navy has good price stuff. Yeah. Um, Gap has theirs online. Um, Either Loft or Ann Taylor or both have some. I'm wearing like a bikini underwear and the top of it flips down because of the way my stomach's protruding out. I had no idea. When I was like searching for these, I was like, ugh. It's like granny panties attached to your jeans. It's like it's yeah. like right underneath my bra. It's very strange. Thank God I'm not pregnant in the 80s or 90s. Apparently back in the day, pregnant women were expected to hide their baby bump. How do you hide a huge belly? I mean, I put on at least an extra 20 pounds. My family told me about how they had to dress. The maternity clothes back then were so ugly. And and now, this is the difference now. You let your baby bump show, and it's adorable. We were supposed to hide it. And and we had these big panels in the pants. And you put these big panel pants on, and you felt like a clown. 
<laughs> you just did. And the clothes were all just awful. ugly. They were, were just awful. ugly. And then they'd always have these little collars on that were supposed to make Peter you King cute. Collars. Collars. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to get out of the uh, pregnancy clothes, which I was really fortunate with both mine. I lost the weight really fast. I got back into real clothes and it was great. I remember that when we went shopping because I would put things on in the maternity store and mom was like, but you can see your stomach. You shouldn't be able to see your stomach. <laughs> That's true. We didn't try to show it off. No, but it's adorable now the way they do it. I love it. So nesting is a strange term. I don't understand why people call it that. It sounds like a switch that suddenly should flip in a woman's body, making her fly around the house, cleaning and decorating a nursery. I'm just a few weeks away from my due date, and I guess I've started to nest, but there's been no Mary Poppins moment. Really, it's been a huge team effort. My husband put together the crib. We had a changing table delivered. My boss gave me a bunch of other baby items, like a pack and play which is also something I had to learn about. It's like a playpen slash bassinet. I was told I needed it. Are you feeling the, like, it's time to get things done kind of nesting feeling? So I'm not there yet, and part of it is because I don't know how to wrap my head around it. Uh, I was We were talking about this earlier. I, in the midst of interviewing for this job... I found out that I was pregnant, so I got a new job, I I moved to a new place, and now I'm going to be a mom, and it's crazy, and we're living in a one-bedroom apartment, and I'm just trying to figure out how to even get a crib in there and a changing table, and if I can get that, then I feel like I'll have something down. I've got it accomplished, Um, so I'm not quite there yet, but I know you said you've, you've gone through the whole process. Yeah, I, I was really tired early on, too, like you said, and, you know, you read that in the second trimester, you get your energy back. And I hit the like second trimester first week and I was like, I feel the same. And I hit the second week and I was the weekend and I started cleaning. It was the first weekend day I hadn't taken a nap through my whole pregnancy. And I cleaned our house so much that I was like tracking little clumps of mud up in my closet. And I was like, where are these coming from? And I was, I flipped over my running shoes and they had mud on the bottom. And I started vacuuming the bottoms of my shoes. And I was like, what am I doing? Oh my God, this is nesting. Or I think I'm nesting right now as I'm vacuuming my shoes. You're going to be the best mom ever. I know. Or the strictest. Right. Or the like, get your muddy shoes out of the house. No, I hope not. Spray her down before she gets inside. Mud will be the least of your worries. Trust me. It was just, and I was like, oh, I'm not tired at all. I have all this energy and this is what I poured it into today. Okay, interesting. But the most important thing now is that I have a nursery that's set up and that's great. <laughs> I'm sure that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really nice feeling. So we are, we could move back into our kitchen before the nursery was ready. So one weekend I set that whole thing up and that felt really good. And then last weekend I got to set up the nursery and I was like, I thought setting up the kitchen was fun. This was beyond. Like it was just all this stuff that I've been holding in my head that I finally got to hang up and organize and look at all the clothes and wash them all, and it was great. Yay! I know. Exhale. Yeah. And we have to get all the other furniture in. Packed in boxes in a corner at this point, but we're trying, because we have to buy all the furniture for the baby, and we're trying to think long-term also. So trying to buy things that, like the convertible crib that you can make into a uh, 
like a small bed later on you get all 2,000 attachments for it but uh so we're trying to plan ahead at the same time um but we're also trying to fit everything like our stuff included into a 700 square foot apartment now so that's been interesting trying to we're trying to learn from uh what is it tiny houses yeah right (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much our life right now at the end of the day is my baby really going to care that i went for the elephant crib sheets instead of the monster ones Probably not. I know the most important thing I can give him is affection. He'll probably just enjoy our time together. My parents told me that. Did you have to remember to slow down with your children, especially when they're young, and and, uh, enjoy the simple things and take that time to do that? I know you will, but it's, it's really vital that they... They learn about the uh, just smelling a flower or um, seeing a beautiful sunset or um, just taking a walk with them that might seem boring to you, but to them it's a big deal. Uh, Even looking at insects and shells on the beach and the waves coming in and all those things that God has made that we take for granted, we need to uh, sometimes point those out to our children and how thankful we should be for each of those things. Being thankful, I think, is maybe the greatest thing you can teach your children to be. You know, you think about the big things that you did with your grandparents, but somehow that's not as important as all these little things that you you draw on. And uh, so you don't have to spend a lot of money to be that grandparent or you just have to be you you know and uh, and uh, be there for that grandchild when you see them go to bed and they're smiling and they're snuggled down in their beds and they're happy children they're secure and they're safe it doesn't matter what kind of house you live in or what kind of apartment you live in or what you have to give or how many hours you get to spend, really. Mm-hmm. It's the time you are with them that they feel that they are just the most important thing to you and that you love them more than anything else in the world. You don't have to worry about anything else that you have in life to give them because they know without a doubt in their mind that they have two people in their lives that would just do anything for them. We love right. them so much. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to be a fabulous mommy and daddy. <laughs> you're going to be awesome. And um, they're just going to get loved up because you got a mom over there that's bursting to get that baby there and a daddy and the rest of the family. That baby's going to be so loved. And um, that's the most important thing. You know, you're just blessed to be in a place where you can say, I don't care what kind of apartment we have if it's one bedroom. It doesn't matter. That baby will never know the difference. They know they can snuggle with mommy and daddy and that they're kissed and hugged and fed and cuddled and rocked and that they're loved you can't ask for more than that that's all you need you don't need to worry about cribs and the most you know the best car seat and the best walker and the best this (laughs) who cares those are all things gadgets right you know just love that baby and you know it'll just be so awesome we're almost halfway through this series I'm recording my journey through pregnancy because I want to show the fun, real, raw side to this experience. When I started Due Date, I wasn't sure what to expect. 
I knew I'd be putting it all out there for this podcast. I mean, the tagline is my uncensored journey through pregnancy. Ever since the first episode launched, I've been overwhelmed by the positive feedback from family, friends, coworkers, and total strangers on social media. Thank you all so much for listening. If you rate and review the show on iTunes, it will help more people find it. The next episode will be out next Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Connect with me on Twitter at Ashley May Tweets.